All right, Ken, do you know what's happening right now? No, I have no idea. <laughs> well, first of all, it's your favorite time of year, finally. It's, yes! We can act, okay, like I give approval for us to actually listen to Christmas music now that Thanksgiving's over. Jingle bells, jingle. Yes. Uh, it's our holiday sale here at Full Focus. Oh, And we have better. some really awesome deals going on, especially if for some reason you missed out on our Black Friday deals. This is a great time to get your planners and everything for the new year. And so we have got uh, some awesome deals. So we've got 10% off site-wide. Um, we've got where you can get a free um, Your Best Year Ever vinyl sticker pack. For any new planner subscri- subscription that you sign up for. So these are great to put on things like your Stanley mug. Wow, you already put them on yeah. your Stanley mug? And if are you got them, them if you got them on Black Friday, these are different. These are these are gonna be new for the new year. Uh, but they're great for that. You can also put them on your planner, you can put them on your computer, wherever you want them. But they're great. great. They're great stickers. We're also doing 25% off courses. Let's go. So specifically, we've been talking a lot about our goal setting course. Um, and this is going to be $75 off and you get a free ticket to your best year ever live with your purchase. So you definitely don't. It's huge. like a crazy, crazy, crazy deal. So you don't want to miss out on that. And your favorite thing, which is our certification program we're doing $800 off of it. And this is a fantastic time of year to get in. Um, we are actually going to be doing a beta group for our new digital planner. Yes. It's going to be fantastic. Crazy exciting. So anyways, go to fullfocusstore.com now shop our holiday sale. Make sure to use the code holiday 10 to get all these deals and more. Hi, I'm Michael Hyatt. And I'm Megan Hyatt Miller. And we're back. We're back. Yay. So we're actually in the same room, so it's a slightly different recording format. It's so cool to see you. Well, thank you. I'm actually I just saw you last night. We had dinner together, but I mean it's so great to see you in this context. Well, it is too. And I, th- and I think like we were saying, if we have to do one more Zoom recording. Just kill me. I mean, seriously. I just am not excited about it at all. No, I mean, I, I'm I'm grateful for what we learned about Zoom through, totally. the, through the pandemic. And yeah. I think it gave us more capability. And there's some things we can do without being face-to-face. But man. If you're going to hear a conversation, it's better when people are doing what you right. should do when you Well, it's, it's, it's uh, deepened my appreciation for face-to-face contact. Yeah. 1,000%. Okay. So maybe we should explain... Why we've been on a hiatus. Or maybe we should explain what the heck that word means. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to need Joel for that. <laughs> okay, so a hiatus is a pause. And we've been on pause with this podcast for a couple of months. Yeah. How long? I don't know. Probably longer than a couple months. Yeah, I'm trying so, to... Somebody's going to respond to us and tell us exactly Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... And then we'll be embarrassed. So why didn't you want to record for the last several months, Megan? Well, I mean, I had a few things going on. Well, we basically re-engineered the business. We did. We re-engineered the business. And in fact, we are going to be making some pretty big changes on the podcast that we're really excited about. We're, we we made the decision on the business side to sunset our coaching program, Business what? Accelerator. I know. So the name of the podcast is going to change from Business Accelerator to The Double Win. And the reason we decided to sunset the business, the the coaching part of the business, not the whole business, don't don't panic people. Uh, is that we are really excited about making it nearly impossible for people not to get 
the double win. And the double win means winning at work and succeeding at life. And so, you know, we, we fundamentally over time realized we had two different businesses. We had the full focus planner part of the business, which is all about helping people to achieve the double win through planning and so forth. And then we had the business accelerator side, which was our business coaching program. And like a lot of things in life, you know, you, at some point you realize you have to make a decision because you, it's kind of like we had one leg on, on two boats and they were going in different directions, you know, and they were getting wider and wider. And it was like, okay, you're either going to fall down in the middle or you got to pick one boat you want to ride. We were about to get chicken winged. We were about to get chicken winged. And I think we, we came to the conclusion that our calling in the world is really to help people get this double win, that that's where the most profound part of our stories are personally. That's what's been most meaningful to us. And it's what it's really where we feel like we can add the most value and are uniquely called to serve you guys, our listeners. And we feel like the planner, frankly, is the gateway drug to that experience. You know, that's how people begin. Wow, you said that. I know I just said that out loud, Uh, but it's the way that people get into that idea of the double win to realize that life is multifaceted. Right. It's not just about work. It's about a holistic life. Right. And we're passionate about that. We are really passionate about that. So here's the plan. We're going to do a five part series called prepare to uh, win double in 2024. Is that right? Prepare to win See, double. it's like the double win, but it's backwards, you know, like a little play there. You know, I think I'm a little dyslexic. Are you? Because when I saw that, I thought it was double win, and now I see the yeah. play on it. Prepare yeah. to win double in, in 2024. Right. So five episodes. Should I preview these? Yeah. Okay. This first episode, the one we're going to do here is, because this is airing right before Thanksgiving, going further by giving thanks. This is a great lever. This great. is like best kept secret of achievement. It is. And happiness. And happiness. Mm-hmm. The second episode in this series is going to be rescuing your 2023 goals. So before we move out of 2023, yeah, you know, if you feel like, oh my gosh, there's a goal at risk, I'm not going to make it, we're going to help you rescue those goals. And I don't know about you, but I just completed my quarterly preview. Me too. The time of this recording. And there are some goals that I'm off track on that I'm not giving up on. Good. And I'm really excited about this conversation about how to rescue those goals, because it's not too late. Even if you're listening to this episode and it like Thanksgiving's already happened, it's December 1st, it's December 15th, whatever, not too late. In fact, it can kind of work for you. And we're going to talk about that. Absolutely. Okay. Third episode is going to be filling out your wish list for 2024. I can't wait for that one. I know. I can't wait to hear what's on your wish list. I, I I think part of why I love doing that is because, and this is why I like goal setting, it mm-hmm. gives you a chance to reimagine the future. Right. Because it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Anyway, well, I could get philosophical. We could about have that. all these episodes right now. <laughs> I know. Fourth episode, choosing habits or achievement goals. Yep. Can we make a distinction between those two? And then yep. the fifth episode, jumping into 2024 with confidence. So today, going further today by giving thanks. Yes. So an episode on episode on gratitude and I, this is one of the reasons why I love Thanksgiving so much. Mm-hmm. It's um, I'm not sure it's my favorite holiday, but it's definitely one of the big three. So we're in this season of gratitude, uh, but what I think a lot of people don't appreciate or understand is that gratitude is essential mm-hmm. for goal achievement. Been a lot of research around this, mm-hmm. but the more grateful you are, 
the more likely you are to accomplish big goals. Why? Um, well, we'll get into that as we un- okay. unfold this, right. but gratitude is like the emotional engine mm-hmm. of goal achievement. And when you're thankful, it builds your confidence. And when you feel confident, then you're willing to take on big challenges. I think that's really true. I do too. I think that a lot of that is because when you're not grateful, for example, not intentionally grateful, we know this from our our mindset work, your brain is all about scarcity and protecting you from danger. I mean, we just did not evolve over time to be people who, uh, you know, are running around feeling like there's enough of everything. It's like all, it's all about survival and making sure that we have enough of things. And so scarcity is our default mode. Yep. And if you're in a place of scarcity, then you're not going to probably be very creative or resourceful. And if you have a really big goal that you're still trying to accomplish here in 2023, if you're in a place of scarcity, there's not enough time, you know, I I don't have the resources to do this thing. You're probably not going to accomplish it. But if you take some time to, to exercise gratitude for all that you do have it makes you think about possibility in a different way. Well, and one of the things we'll get into this in the practical application toward the end of this episode, but one of the things or one of the reasons why I try to plug in gratitude and wins into everything, especially before planning Mm -hmm. is that when you're grateful, when you catalog your wins, you plan differently. You really do. And, and honestly we forget Mm -hmm the things that we're, we're thankful for. And yep. I, and I just want to say too, and I think you'll concur with this, but you know, when we talk about gratitude from my perspective, I'm grateful to God. Now I'm grateful to my wife. I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to all kinds of people, Yeah. but um, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of this idea of just sort of being sort of grateful to the impersonal universe. Right. You know, cause I don't think the universe really cares, Right. but I do believe in God. And I do believe that God brings all these things into my life. That every good and perfect gift. Yes. Comes from him. So, you know, I'm not. That is our orientation. And I think that that fundamentally is why we think gratitude is so important. It's actually spiritual discipline. It is. Yeah. It is. And by the way, little known fact, uh, for those of you that are of the Christian faith, you know, one of the things to know is that, you know, in many traditions, they call Holy Communion the Eucharist Mm -hmm. and the Eucharist comes from a Greek word that means giving thanks. Yep. And so at the core of who we are is this need to give thanks. Yep. God has created us that way to acknowledge that there are these gifts that come to us. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a really powerful thing to remember because, you know, I, I remember reading this book by Alan, Alexander Schmemann one time where he talked about man is basically eucharistic fundamentally he's that's mm-hmm. that's our nature mm-hmm. is to is to give thanks and unfortunately it's easy to forget it is and the calling back to our true spiritual center and who god's call is to be is to return to that mm-hmm. place of thankfulness yeah i love that and as it turns out it's very beneficial for achieving things in our lives as well yep let's talk about this scientific example yeah that we have in our notes Okay, so I'm, I am looking at my notes for this, um, but apparently there were a couple of researchers who designed this study, and they were trying to answer the question, what happens when intentionally grateful people work toward a goal compared to everybody else? Like, does it even make a difference? 
And basically, they had participants provide a list of goals that they hope to reach over a two-month period of time. So it's a pretty short period of time. Might be about as much time as there is left on the year when you're listening to this. But they also had participants keep a gratitude journal. And they checked back about 10 weeks later and guess what they found. I'm guessing that the ones that were grateful, just a wild guess, were more successful in achieving their goals. They were. The the grateful participants were significantly closer than the rest to achieving their goals. And here's what they concluded. Basically, gratitude enhances effortful goal striving. That's kind of a mouthful. But gratitude enhances effortful goal striving. So how can you put that difference maker to work for you as we start transitioning to 2024? But by the way, one of the things about that quote, gratitude enhances effortless goal striving. Effort effortful. That's a mouthful. That's a hard word to say. Yeah. I, and you know, if I were editing these guys, I'd say, okay, now tell me that in English. Right. Basically, if you're trying to accomplish something, being grateful is going to be helpful to you. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Now we got the cookies down where we can reach them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're going to cover four ways that gratitude helps you to achieve your goals. And then spend a moment talking about some ways we can intentionally yeah. cultivate gratitude because both of us have been very intentional Mm -hmm. about that, and we'll share some of our best practices. So the first way is that gratitude keeps us hopeful. Yeah. I love this because the reality is we live in a time that is hopeless in a lot of ways. I mean, I think a lot of people looking at the state of the world, whatever your perspective is, would be given toward feeling a level of, of hopelessness about how things are and where we're going. And gratitude is fundamentally generative as compared to degenerative. So it's creating life where a lot of things, you know, for example, focusing on what you lack is going to be degenerative. It's going to be life taking instead of life giving. And gosh, that's so helpful. Well, it is because if, if you don't think that your effort makes a difference, right? or that God's not for you, it's easy to be cynical and just say, you know, what's the use of setting goals? What's the use of striving for anything? Because, you know, people have done that in the past and maybe they've been disappointed. Mm -hmm. And and so they just stopped doing it now. And I, and I would say that there is this spirit, maybe it's the whole world, but you know, in our country uh, of cynicism Mm -hmm. or nihilism. Yeah. Even worse. Mm -hmm. So sort of this malaise, Mm-hmm. You know, where people are like, hey, no matter what we do, nothing changes. So why make the effort? Yep. And and part of that is, frankly, is a negativity bias. Because yes. one of the things that we know from books like Factfulness mm-hmm. is that things are actually improving. But the problem is that negative negativity bias, which is basically what the news media runs on. Well, it's also what our brain runs on. It's what our brain. Well, and that's why the news media runs on that. Yeah. Because we have this bias towards negativity. And so the news is going to try to make things look the most negative because you can't look away. Mm -hmm. And so, and I'm not even faulting them. I'm just saying it's just, you know, it's just baked into Mm -hmm. our system, but I'm just saying that, that, that you have to be intentional to pull yourself out of that nosedive of cynicism and Mm -hmm. nihilism and, you know, malaise and decide to give thanks. And, And when you do, the first thing you'll notice is that it begins to restore your hope. You go, okay, maybe things could be different because if I'm thankful for something that happened in the past, I'm recognizing that something happened in my past. Maybe it's the recent past. Maybe it's the distant past 
that is worth remembering Mm -hmm. because left to myself, I will forget those things. And I've done this exercise like every week when I'm doing my wins for the previous week. Yeah. In your full focus planner. In my full focus planner. uh, Or my quarterly preview. Yep. I forget the wins. Oh, absolutely. You know, when you were talking, I was thinking there is something about gratitude that's a fundamental act of intentional remembrance. Ooh, that's good. You know, that you can't be grateful unless you're being reflective about what's happened or what's around you. And what we know from neuroscience is that our brains are not very good at remembering things accurately and they tend to remember things more negatively than they were. And, you know, if you were to ask five people what happened back then, you know, for some of them, it would all be different, be a game of telephone. But this is a way of saying, I'm going to be intentional about remembering the past and looking for something in particular, God's faithfulness, times when things worked out, um, you know, things that went better than I thought things that were a good surprise and you're intentionally remembering those and you're making a note about them. And that makes you hopeful that it's not just scary, bad stuff that happens in the future. It's also amazing moments of provision that you couldn't have planned for. You know, you could make the case that, you know, if you were looking at just the Bible, that the entire story from beginning to end is Mm -hmm. a story of forgetfulness. Yes, exactly. You know, God has to send the prophets and preachers and other people to remind people. In fact, there's this, this passage in Deuteronomy chapter eight, and you know, I don't intend to make this a Bible study, but it, it just says, uh, it is the Lord, your God who gives you the power to make wealth. Mm. But then the next exhortation is, and don't forget who gave you that power. Mm. And I think it's easy to think, you know, we've done these things and, and gratitude makes us hopeful because we realize that we have now access to more resources than just us. It's yeah, not, it doesn't all depend on us. It doesn't all depend upon us. Okay. So that's the first way. That's the first way, which is kind of funny because the, the next way, way number two is that gratitude reminds us that we have agency. And I, first of all, I think the word agency is a really important word here because it's not control. Say and, more about that. Well, I think agency means that we, we have some kind of a partnership with God. Like we're, we influence. are influence. We're actively participating and showing up in our lives and we can affect the outcome of things, but we're also not deluding ourselves to say that we're just complete masters of our own destiny. We're the center of the universe and we can control everything that happens to us because what happens then is when something like your heart attack or something totally out of your control happens, some tragedy or trauma happens then you're all of a sudden that belief is completely questioned and and shaken. Everything you thought you believed in starts to fall apart. And so I think agency is an important word because there's still a recognition that we don't have total control, but we do have the ability to show up in very meaningful ways to direct our lives. Okay. So I have to tell you a story that just happened to me a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I just commemorated the one year anniversary of my heart attack. Yeah. So that was on September the 21st. And then two days later, I had bypass surgery. Yep. And so I was, to be honest, I was feeling kind of melancholy. Mm-hmm. And because remembering that, you know, it kind of all seems like a blur. And what the heck happened? Well, I went back to read my journal entries. And I read my journal entry for September the 21st, 2022, mm-hmm. the day the heart attack happened. So this was like before it happened. Before it happened. Early in the morning. So I'm, I'm journaling early in the morning. Little did I know that I would have a heart attack that day. Like within a, an hour, probably. Yeah. Or two. So I laid out my plan mm-hmm. for the day. You know, I had my daily big three. 
Uh, I had my plans certainly for that, that week. I had all these things I was going to accomplish and, you know, I was excited. And even in my journal, I was like, okay, I'm excited about this day. So then I go out and have a heart attack and all that's in the dumper, right? All those plans. Now it would be easy to say, and by the way, I, I did all these things leading up to my heart attack. I was, as you know, very focused on my health, working out, had a nutritionist, great doctors, all that stuff. I knew I had an issue with some calcium buildup, but I was really taking control of everything I could. And yet I still had a heart attack. Right. Now, does that make me want to stop planning? No, it doesn't, but it could. Right. I could say, what's the use? Mm -hmm. You know, bring on the ice cream and the cupcakes because it doesn't matter what you eat. (laughs) And I'm going to be a couch potato because it doesn't matter if I exercise. I could have all that. Like a sense of fatalism. Yeah, exactly. But I didn't. I just said, look, and and it's the distinction that you're making. I have agency, but not control. Mm-hmm. Like I can influence these things. And I want to continue to influence these things because my, my influence matters. The actions I take matter. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what you're saying is that we have to, to approach everything even today with an open hand. Well, it's kind of humility really, which I think is part of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Gratitude. You yes. can't be grateful if you think you made it all happen. You know, there's a, an orientation of humility that says I, I couldn't have made this all happen. And therefore gratitude is an appropriate response. And yet we have agency. In fact, um, psychologist Albert Bandura detailed four properties of agency. This is cool. Intention, forethought, action, and self-reflection. Intention, forethought, action, and self-reflection. And Gratitude really optimizes all four of these things, especially self-reflection, going back to the idea of the remembrance, intentional remembrance. Yes. This is, you know, we'll get into it later, but this is one of the reasons to journal. Yeah. I know. I'm not a, I'm not a journaler. Every time we do an episode where you talk about journaling, I'm just like, wah, wah. Well, it can, it can, I used to actually, but. Not. We should, we should talk about that. We should do a whole episode on that because I think it's, people make it too hard. Yeah. And I, I've really tried, and we have this in the Full Focus Journal, but some prompts that can make it easier. Yeah. And I would say also that when I was your age, I wasn't journaling. Right. You know, so that's... Some days I'm happy that I got a shower and maybe walked around <laughs> the block. Because <laughs> that's the yeah, exactly. life I'm in. Marissa, I cannot tell you how excited I am for your best year ever live coming up January 5th. Yes, I'm so excited too. I can't wait. Yes, this is the event that you would want to come attend if you're just like, man, I want to look at how well did I do in the past, but I also want to set myself up for success to have, like we call it in the title, your best year ever. This is the event you want to be at. We have thousands of people coming to this event already. And you and I will be emceeing this event. Yes. So there's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of excitement to come join us to make it a great year for you. Now, in order for you to receive it, all you have to do is buy the full focus goal setting course and you get a ticket to your best year ever. Yes. And the best part is that that course is 25% off right now. So uh, you're going to get a discount and a ticket to the live event, which is normally $197. That's a killer so deal. It's a killer deal. It's a no brainer in my opinion. Um, but definitely join us. It's going to be so much fun. January 5th, it's totally virtual. So no matter where you are in the world or, um, you know, whether you can get on a plane or not, don't worry about it. You don't have to, you can do this from the comfort of your own home. And, 
we'll be right there. Yeah. And just imagine having your goals already set for the entire year and a plan to execute them. Yeah. That's worth all the money that you can. And the best part, it's a free event for you if you buy the Full Focus Goal Setting Course. Yes. All right. Well, we would love to see you there. So make sure to go to fullfocusstore.com and take advantage of this deal. We'd love to see you at your best driver live. Okay. So that second way, gratitude reminds us that we have agency. Third way is that gratitude improves our frustration tolerance. Okay. So if you're going to accomplish anything in life, anything, anything, you've got to be able to overcome frustration. Yeah. And the longer you can endure frustration, the more you'll accomplish. I can think back when I was, was a kid and uh, my dad got me into sales really early. So it was kind of funny because my dad was a, was a salesperson. And so he had me selling my very first sales job ever was selling cable subscriptions door to door. Wow. I don't think I knew this. Yeah. And so we would, uh, this was back before, you know, cable television was everywhere Uh and it was a big deal. And so these cable companies would employ a veritable army of salespeople to go, go door to door and pitch people on cable. And so one of the things that was hard, first of all, you have to overcome a lot to put yourself in a situation where you're going to knock on somebody's door. And I was probably 15, you know, at the time. Uh And um, people would say no. Most people would say no. Mm -hmm. And my dad said to me, he said, well, son, every no no moves you one step closer to a yes. Mm. So that hope, to kind of go back to our first way, was what enabled me to persist in the frustration because there were times when I was like, you know, this is useless. I'm frustrated. Mm -hmm. People aren't saying yes. I just need to quit. Well, what I, and then later when I got into another sales job, this was actually when I was a senior at Baylor university, I was calling churches, trying to sell pastors on using our educational products. Wow. And I got it so dialed in that I knew if I made 24 calls that day, which was about what I would do every day, if I made 24 calls, I'd sell eight of them. Now, here was what was cool. Amazing. It was literally an algorithm. Sometimes those eight would come at the end of the day. I'd go 16 no's. And then I'd, those eight, those last eight but would all say yes. But if you given up at 16, that would have been it. That's exactly right. Yeah. And so frustration tolerance is the key to success. I think it really is. I think it is the key to success. I think if you just simply don't give up and it's simple, but not easy to do that, you will win eventually because you're just going to be tenacious. Yeah. You and, just don't, you just don't quit. You I just don't quit. I, I said in one context, I think it might, might've been in one of my books. I forget what I write, but anyway, one of the things I said was uh, you can't succeed if you don't start and you can't fail if you don't quit. Yeah. And I really think that's true. I you think know, it's too. The people that are the most successful aren't the brightest. They're not the most educated. They're not the best connected. They're not the best resourced. They're just the people that refuse to quit. Mm-hmm. And there's you know tons of stories of that. But how does gratitude improve our ability to endure frustration? Well, one of the things that's going on with frustration tolerance is you have to be willing to feel frustrated and not quit because something in the future is worth being persistent for. Well, if you can be intentionally grateful along the way, 
then you can see the little wins that are happening. You can notice, again, that idea of intentional remembrance. You can notice these things that are happening that are positive, that give you a sense of progress, even when it feels like you're not making progress, even when it feels like you want to quit. It's just like a little shot in the arm of keep going. Something's working. Keep going. Something's working. And that's a powerful strategy to use when emotionally you're getting to the end of your frustration tolerance. It's kind of like you, you top off your gas tank with just enough gas to get to the next mm-hmm. gas station. Thomas Edison. I don't know if the story is true or if it's, you know, apocryphal, but, you know, supposedly after he had tried 10,000 things, somebody came to him and said, why don't you quit? You know, aren't you frustrated because mm-hmm. none of these things you've tried have, have worked? And he said, no, I, now I know 10,000 things that don't work. Yeah. It's like the sunk cost fallacy, but in a good way. Yeah. (laughs) It's like it's working for you. Well, it's like, can you be thankful when you fail incrementally toward your ultimate success? Yeah. Yes. If you keep an open mind and if you're willing to learn and adjust, and if you can iterate on that, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So gratitude is going to keep you in the game longer. So you're going to be less likely to give up on your goals if you're grateful. So it's just another reason to be grateful. Third way. Fourth way, gratitude makes us more resourceful. Yeah. So part of this goes back to the first way. Uh, Being hopeful puts us in a place of abundance instead of scarcity. Mm -hmm. So we're not like, oh, I don't have any money. I don't have any time. I don't have any of this. I don't have any of that. But when we're grateful, it makes us realize everything we do have. You know, I've got like like in that situation where I was selling Mm door-to-door cable. You know, I, I can still go to the next door. I can still knock on that door. You know, I can be grateful for the- There's whatever, still daylight. Still daylight. Mm-hmm. You know, everything you need to succeed. Yeah. You know, I, I'm thankful that I had a product I believed daylight in. Daylight and a hand. That's what you needed. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be able to knock. That was pretty much it. And a little sales training, which I, I gained. I mean, honestly, that was one of the most formative experiences I ever had. Mm, I bet. And that wasn't the last time I did door-to-door sales. And I, I probably did door-to-door sales. I did it in college, uh, a couple different stints for that. But it was enormously helpful. Yeah. And it taught me frustration tolerance. Yeah. And I don't care if you're trying to stay in the gym, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to build muscle, um, you're trying to re- rebuild a marriage, yep. uh, you're trying to start a business, you're trying to launch a product, all of that. Not give up on your kids. Right. It requires the frustration tolerance, which we talked about a moment ago, but it also requires you to be resourceful. And you probably have more resources than you think. You're just not in a place of gratitude, which gives you that abundance mindset to recognize all the resources that you have that you haven't employed yet. You know, I saw a video on Instagram the other day that I don't, I I need to research this because it's fascinating. There was a guy on a beach and he was using this kind of like heat gun. It was like one of those rocky beaches, you know, like in California. And there was some kind of stone on the beach that when he used this heat gun would glow almost like lava, like it was orange I don't know if this is true. I have no, if you know, please send me a message about this. I'm I'm dying to know this. But if he hadn't had the gun with him to heat up those rocks, to be able to see that they were the special rocks that he was out trying to collect, they would have looked like every other rock. And I think that's what gratitude is like. It helps us to orient our mind, to see the other resources that we're looking for. That if we're in a place of scarcity, it would just be like walking on that beach without the gun. You know, it's just like, okay, there's another you know, smooth black rock on this beach doesn't look like anything more special than the one sitting next to it. But in fact, it's completely different and apparently very desirable, Mm -hmm. whatever it was. 
That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So gratitude's important. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think um, at this point, let's just pivot. And by the way, just by way of reminder, let me just summarize. So we basically have been talking about four ways gratitude helps you achieve your goals. And then, and then uh, we're going to talk about how to implement that. But the first way is that gratitude helps us or keeps us hopeful. Second way is gratitude reminds us we have agency. Third way, gratitude improves our frustration tolerance. And fourth way, gratitude makes us more resourceful. So let's just talk about some gratitude practices. Well, before we even get into that, I think this idea of practice is really important. You get good at gratitude by practicing gratitude and you, you need to practice it. You need to do it multiple times a day. It's, it's again, not where your brain's going to just go. So you have to exercise this muscle to develop the capability of noticing the great things in your life and then reflecting that and, and being grateful. So good point. That's a helpful point. I think before we get going. So the, the one that's the most obvious is starting in the day with prayer. Uh, that puts you in a position to be grateful to the one who's ultimately responsible. And to remember, it doesn't all depend on you. Yes. And it, it's both um, encouraging and humbling. Yep. We, well, as a philosophy major, one of the things we talked about one time, I remember, was the ultimate cause and the proximate cause. Oh. So God's the ultimate cause of every good thing that happens in our life. Mm-hmm. But he sometimes... Um, brings that to us through approximate cause. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's another person or it's, you know, some experience or something that brings that to us. And it, and we can be grateful for both. But I think starting and ending the day in prayer is a great yeah. place yes. to do it. Some people do a gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. I don't do that, but I have a gratitude section in my journaling. It's one of my prompts. Mm-hmm. And so I'm cataloging and I, I frame it up as wins, how I won the day before, but then I'm thankful for those things. Yeah. And then we do the same thing. Gail and I do the same thing at the end of the day when we're laying in bed, mm-hmm. about to go to sleep. You know, we'll kind of debrief on the day. And then we always uh, finish with wins mm-hmm. before we go to sleep. We, every night at dinner, have the gratitude report. And if you've been listening to our show for any length of time, you've probably heard me talk about this. But we instituted this many, many years ago when all of our kids were young. And we asked the kids, what are you most grateful for today? And what was the best thing that happened to you? And the days that it's the most powerful are the days when it was really hard. You know, they lost a football game. They got a bad grade on something. Somebody was mean at school, those kinds of things. And they'll usually say, I don't have anything. You know, I have teenagers, so it sounds about like that. (laughs) As they roll their eyes. As they roll their eyes and sort of look down. And the discipline of, but there's something. What is it? Yes. It's not that it negates the hard stuff, but it's the discipline of being able to see the good, even in a field of difficulty, um, is is such a good habit. Well, if your mother were sitting here, she would talk about this in terms of uh, treasure hunting. Yeah, yeah. You know, go find the treasure right. in that thing that looks so hard. Yep. Okay, I want you to talk about this idea that Jeremy Adam Smith has of mention the pancakes. <laughs> what? First of all, we're all for pancakes, just in general. <laughs> just yay, yay for pancakes. I'm a waffle man. Yeah, but- are you? Okay, well, that's a, an episode for another time. <laughs> okay, so mention the pancakes basically means that when you say thank you to someone, when you express gratitude, be as specific as possible. And I had the funniest moment with Moses, who is our 15-year-old the other day. So um, you and mom and I drove up to a football game where he was playing. So he's a, a freshman in high school, and he's playing football. And you guys were finally able to come to a game. You've been traveling and some other things you hadn't been able to come before. And so there we are. You know, It was like an hour and a half away. It was a big deal that we came. And 
And so he's always good about saying thank you. You know, like he said, thank you for coming or whatever. But I said to him later, we were, I was picking him up from football the next day. And I said, Hey, I just want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, we were riding home with grandmommy and granddaddy and we'd been at the football game and all that. Yeah. I said, uh, you know, it would be really great to, instead of just say, thank you, which is great. I'm so glad you're doing that. You're very consistent to say, thank you so much for coming to my football game. I know that this was really far for you to drive. And it just really meant so much to me when I turned around and I saw you or heard all of my family screaming my name, you know, like (laughs) we're loud and proud, uh, screaming my name from the stands. That was really encouraging. That kind of a expression of gratitude is so much more meaningful than just saying, thanks for coming, you know, or something like that for him. And he was like, okay, you know, like he got it in that moment. That's so good. So the pancakes, mention the pancakes, mention the pancakes. In other words, be specific. Yes. That does mean something. It really does. You're, you're really good at that. Well, it's something that I've practiced for a long time. You know, yesterday I was writing some thank you notes to members of our team who had done just something above and beyond, or maybe something really significant that other people wouldn't see, except that I was able to see it or somebody told me about it. And What's so interesting is as I was writing those thank you notes, I did three of them and stuck them in my mailbox around lunch. I felt so grateful. I mean, I'm doing it for them. Like I want them to know that I'm grateful. I want them to feel seen, appreciated and all that. But I felt so much more abundant. Like it just kind of made me attuned to all the great things that were happening in a way that had I not taken the time to write those notes, I would have missed. That's so good. It was really cool. Well, it means the world to those people. Okay, we got to wrap this up. And I want us to talk about this honestly incredible offer that we're making. It's that time of year again. We're about to move into goal setting season. We practice that all year at Full Focus. But for a lot of people, it's an annual event. So we've got an incredible offer for our Full Focus goal setting course. Mm -hmm. And if you buy this course before the end of the year, which I highly recommend, Mm -hmm. it will literally change your life. I'm not hyping that. How many that. people have we had go through that content? I, I, I'm not sure, but my recollection is about, it's, it's somewhere between 35 and 50,000 That's what people. I was going to say 50. I mean, it is a lot of people. It is a lot of people. And, and the reports we've gotten back from people have been mm-hmm. amazing. But here's the deal. If you buy the course before the end of the year, or let me say it a different way, when you buy <laughs> the course by the end of the year, you'll also get a free ticket to your best year ever Live. This is our annual event. Yes. Where people come and let us guide them through the process of goal setting, and you will leave with all your goals framed up for this next year. And if you get the course, you'll be able to prepare for that and really come in with momentum. As well as have it to reflect on throughout the year as you inevitably encounter challenges and all that. It's just like the perfect package. And we've never done it like this. No, we never, we've never done it. And and we'll, in that course, we guide you through our proven five-step process, mm-hmm. and um, you'll complete a list of goals for 2024, and it's $197 value, that is attending Best Year Ever Live, Yep. and it's, that's yours for free. All you got to do is head over to fullfocus.co, goal setting, pick up your copy of Full Focus Goal Setting, and then again, get your free ticket to your Best Year Ever Live. We've never done this before. Yep. We think this is going to be amazing. And we hope to see you there. So buy the course, get your ticket, your free ticket. Do it now before you forget. Fullfocus.co slash goal setting. Go there now. If you're in your car, pull over.
one of the things that I want to say about this before we're totally wrapped up, as we are thinking about our future at Full Focus, we're thinking about this mission of how do we make it nearly impossible for people not to get the double win. The double win is winning at work and succeeding at life. So we're talking about all nine domains of life. What we have determined absolutely is that you cannot get the double win as we're talking about it unless you have a set of annual goals because you're not going to just drift to the double win. No one is going to just find themselves next September or next November of 2024, like magically, oh my gosh, I'm winning at work and succeeding at life. You know, like I I wish that'd be amazing, you know, but uh, that's not going to happen. And so if that's the destination you want, you need a path to get there. And goal setting and goal achievement is a huge part of that and a great first step if you're really committed. And if you've done this before, but maybe you've kind of fallen out of the habit, or maybe you're thinking, wouldn't it be great to do this with my my spouse? Absolutely, it would. So I just want to encourage you, make time on your calendar after Christmas to set goals for the new year and do it with us because really this is our expertise. We have taught 35 to 50,000 people. We need to get that number for sure. So we can, um, you know, be precise about it, but we have taught tens of thousands of people how to set and achieve really important goals that ultimately enable them to get the double win. If you're looking for a fresh start, you can't do better than this course and attending the live event. Okay. Next week, we're going to talk about rescuing your 2023 goals. So if you've got some on your list that are at risk, if you're about to give up, hang on one more week, we're going to help you. Well, that's it. That's our first of this five-part series. Well, thank you guys for taking the time to listen. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Megan, for being such a great co-host. This has been fun. And I I like you. I love being in the same room. Awesome. Let's do it again. Okay. See y'all next week. Ken, do you know what's happening right now? No, I have no idea. <laughs> well, first of all, it's your favorite time of year, finally. It's, yes! We can act, okay, like I give approval for us to actually listen to Christmas music now that Thanksgiving's over. Jingle bells, jingle. Yes. Uh, it's our holiday sale here at Full Focus. Oh, And we have better. some really awesome deals going on, especially if for some reason you missed out on our Black Friday deals. This is a great time to get your planners and everything for the new year. And so we have got uh, some awesome deals. So we've got 10% off site-wide. Um, we've got where you can get a free um, Your Best Year Ever vinyl sticker pack. For any new planner subscription that you sign up for. So these are great to put on things like your Stanley mug. Wow, you already put them on your Stanley mug? And if you got them them on Black Friday, these are different. These are going to be new for the new year. Uh, But they're great for that. You can also put them on your planner. You can put them on your computer, wherever you want them. They're great. great. They're great stickers. We're also doing 25% off courses. Let's go. So specifically, we've been talking a lot about our goal setting course. um, And this is going to be $75 off and you get a free ticket to your best year ever live with your purchase. So you definitely don't. It's like a crazy, crazy, crazy deal. So you don't want to miss out on that. And your favorite thing, which is our certification program, 
we're doing $800 off of it. And this is a fantastic time of year to get in. Um, we are actually going to be doing a beta group for our new digital planner. Yes, it's going to be fantastic. crazy exciting. So anyways, go to fullfocusstore.com now. Shop our holiday sale. Make sure to use the code HOLIDAY10 to get all these deals and more.